Hey everyone, how you doing? Welcome back to The Corey Show. This is episode number two where we talk about mirrorless cameras. As you know, as of late, there's been a war between mirrorless and DSLRs in which that bridge has been narrowed much, much more as Nikon and Canon come into the mirrorless market. Now, what's interesting about that is shaking up the market pretty reasonably fast and hard. Give and take that Sony has been the king of mirrorless for the past five years. And the sleeper, of course, is Fuji. They have been around doing mirrorless systems just as long as Sony has. And Fuji is going to stay with their APS-C lineup and also increase into their medium format lineup. They have said they're not going to go full frame, which given I think is a pretty smart idea on Fuji's part to increase your APS-C lineup and also the mirrorless lineup. So that way you have companies like Sony, Canon, Nikon to try to take over the full frame market, which Nikon did with two brand new cameras, the Z6 and Z7. Also Canon with the EOS R lineup. This can be very interesting. Both Nikon and Canon have uh, went different ways as far as how they have their interchangeable lens system. Nikon made it a lot easier for you to incorporate your old Nikon F-mount glass or any older Nikon mount glasses onto their existing camera with an adapter and still be able to get electronical readouts and stuff like that. And Canon, they're trying to incorporate a new lens system, which I think it was a mistake on their part, especially given their first mirrorless camera, which is a Canon uh, M5 uh, mirrorless camera. They tried to incorporate a new series of lenses for that camera. It did not work out very well. And of course, if you know the history, Sony, the same thing. Sony finally has lenses on the mirrorless cameras with a partnership with Sigma. Before that, Sony natively didn't have a lot of lenses. And so I think uh, Canon's decision... Um, not to incorporate a mount for their older glass and make it talk uh, is, is is kind of a mistake, especially Nikon makes it so much easier in that regard to where, say, hey, we're not going to increase uh, new lenses. We will, but we're going to increase the support for older glass, which... They know a lot of their customers have, and they have invested a lot in their older glass. So for them, it was a smart idea to incorporate a great adapter for the older lenses to talk to the new Nikon mirrorless camera systems that they have, the Z6 and the Z7 in that regard. So what does this say? So both cameras have, they're both hybrid cameras. Uh, hybrid photo and video shooting, obviously 4K video um, one camera has uh, about 49, 50 megapixels. The other camera has about 24, 25 megapixels. Uh, both full frame. Um, with Canon, I forget the specs on theirs, but both the big thing for both uh, Nikon and Canon is that they're hybrid. They're doing, they're reaching the photo and video market. They're reaching those hybrid shooters. And they're also reaching full frame market. Now, full frame has always been a debate. I think it's always going to be a debate. Uh, some people like full frame. Some people like more the APS-C lineup of cameras. 
Uh, I think people who don't want a full frame, who still want a great price, good quality build, I think they're going to go to Fuji. Fuji has a very interesting color science, which I love. I have the Fuji X100T. It's a fixed 23mm lens on there, which is equivalent in um, 35mm uh, frame as, you know, 35mm lens equivalent, that is. Um, so... It's going to be interesting. Um, and then, of course, you have, you know, Canon's known for their color science. Same thing with Nikon. I finally saw some video uh, taken from the Nikon Z7. And the ISO performance on there is uh, insanely ridiculous. Um, you don't start seeing any type of grain structure or, or video noise, they call it, up until, like, ISO 5100. It is insane. I have yet to see a lot of video on the Canon R series just yet. I think... You'll start to see more and more of that next uh, couple of months, I think, as people do reviews on these cameras. So, um, so, so you have companies like Fuji who are not going to go in the full frame market. They're going to stay within their APS-C and their medium format lineup. What's interesting is Canon Nikon. They're going to really push their full frame. So, kind of begs the question now: Is the market going to? go full frame or are they going to kind of push towards the medium format because if you look at it i think medium format in the past couple years is slowly making a comeback even though medium format has always been for a niche industry particularly the big commercial side of things big commercial photo shoots but i think fuji is doing something different fuji is bringing that niche that commercial niche, bringing it down to a bit of a lower level niche um, so they're kind of bringing out the, they're taking it out of the niche, I would say, uh, from commercial to uh, landscape um, to street photography. Um, so they're bringing their medium format systems across all um, all walks of photography. And I think that's pretty, pretty f interesting that Fuji is doing that. Um, I'm not shocked that Nikon and Canon are not doing medium formats. Um... Although I would like to Nikon make one, uh, that'd be kind of interesting. But as you know, you have Hasselblad, their their big uh, company name for medium format cameras. So I think at this point you're going to see the market really go towards full frame uh, hybrid photo video cameras. Uh, it's insane that how 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 crazy and good and well they're getting at this point. And I think it's just going to keep on getting better and better. I think people are starting to diminish the pixel count per se. A lot of people are going to really invest in the Z6 because even though it's only 25 megapixels, it still has the same video quality and photo quality as the Z7. Plus, it's half the cost of the Z7 versus Z6. So, obviously, that the price is always going to come into a factor in this regard. So, I think that is where the market is going to go at this point. It's going to be interesting to see as we go into the 2019 year especially in the first quarter of 2019 leading up to uh, CES leading up to NAB um, it's gonna be interesting to see how how the market shifts uh, what things are gonna come out it's gonna be very very interesting so I uh, thank you guys very much for listening to another episode of the Corey show episode number three thank you so very much guys again and we will talk to you in the next one